Alright, now we live. Now we live. Alright. Alright, we are live. <laughs> Welcome back to Subject to Change, everyone. Yes, this sir. Is Xander. Today is a very special day. Very excited for today's episode. Not only are we exploring the greatest guitarist of all time. Oh, Why are we already starting off hot? I like it. I am also joined by my favorite guest I've ever oh. had on the show. So Appreciate that. Me in the studio today is the one and only Gable Kramer. This is the second time I've been in here. Third. Third time I've been Third. in here. Third. Yeah, man. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you did two in the two in the in the fall, and now this is your first time right. in season two. So yeah, yeah we we we're gonna be like this is essentially our show. No, <laughs> uh, but I'm uh yeah I'm psyched to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm psyched for the Jimi Hendrix week. Oh um, yeah. Jimmy's always been one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and there's a few that we'll play today that. Some of my favorite songs, so... Yeah, we'll mix and yeah. match. Yeah, Gable brought a couple songs. I compiled a playlist of interesting Hendrix songs. A lot of hits, but, you know, it's his special. I gotta show... They're what, all hits. I gotta show <laughs> what made him famous. So I think there's no better way to start than with Purple Haze. So I think You're we're just gonna mistaken. jump into it. Yeah. I think, yeah, first song off their first ever album, Are You Experienced, dropped in 1967. And to this day is one of my favorite rock albums ever. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, Great here's album. Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Again, that was Purple Haze. Purple Haze, man. What a fantastic That was definitely song. like the first Jimmy song I knew, mm-hmm. I think. I think me too. That or All Along the Watchtower. Yeah, which is a song we'll get into later in the episode <laughs> for sure. But yeah, just like what a way to start an album and to like introduce yourself to the world. I believe Hey Joe was the first single off Are You Experienced? Okay. Um, which I believe reached like number one hit in England. I hey believe. Joe did? I okay, think cool. so, but then um, Purple Haze was the second single released before the album dropped, and that like drove people yeah. nuts, because I just found this out. Hey Joe's a cover. That's not his song. 
Who's the cover of? It's I'd not Wilson. To, you'd Pickett, have to right? Google it. You'd have to Google it. Uh, okay. So so Google I after getting into Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. quickly Hey Joe became my favorite song. I, I was like that day. song yeah, is just unbelievable and like you know it, it doesn't actually you know it's some bad mm-hmm. morals in there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but like great song and then there's another version. There's like there's all of these like covers of like Jimmy songs mm-hmm. or like people that have been really directly influenced by him. Sure. That are just like great. Yeah. And like it's hard absolutely. it's kind of hard to do that with a legend like this mm-hmm. and a guy who's like breaking this many boundaries. But yeah, there's a Wilson Pickett cover of Hey Joe that's, you know, more funky and it's sure. pretty I, damn It would good. be interesting to Google um while we play the next song because I'm not sure exactly who the cover is, but I know that Purple Haze was people's introduction to Jimmy's like original original music. work. Wow, cool. Um, so well, yeah. I think we we Love this it. next one we got some original work. Right? Yeah, we for keep, sure. Keep it rolling with that. Yeah, let's get into it. So next up we have Crosstown Tra- Traffic, which is off his album Electric Ladyland, which I love. Yeah. Um and yeah, this song just like Purple Haze, short and sweet, but very to the point. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> let's go for it. Crosstown Traffic by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Again, that was Crosstown Traffic. Makes you think of home, right? What a great song. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, uh, very New York ass. But no, I think it's a cool uh, metaphor for um, a woman. But it's cool. Like he, yeah, a yeah. lot of his like talk and a lot of his um, like content is about like various like uh, intimate partners that he's. Oh, yeah. Like he has like, oh, yeah. really interesting kind of like and ways of. Yeah. Metaphor and symbolic writing of like talking you about You think that's that. probably the, the next one too? Foxy oh, I think all three I mean, of these could be. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could talk. All, so, yeah, when, let's just jump. When you think of crosstown traffic, what, what, are, what do you think of? Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Home. Yeah. That's what I figured. Um, but yeah, all right, let's just jump into the next one. We got Foxy Lady, which is Gable's first pick that he brought to the show. Yeah, man, we. We couldn't play a Jimmy show without this. That was what I was thinking. I was like, when you told me, I was like, all right, there's three songs that I need to get on here. And Foxy Lady was the first one. There you so, go. Here we go. All right, let's just jump into it. Foxy Lady, Jimmy Hendrix.
Lady, what a great song! That might be more aggressive than the other two we played. Like his guitar playing oh, yeah. is crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, the whole like Jimi Hendrix Experience band is awesome too. Yeah. Like Mitch Mitchell, the drummer, is like killing it in the background. Yeah. Um, and Noel Redding, the bassist, is also killing it's it. It's a three piece thing. band. Just yeah. three, yeah. 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 Um, and far too short. Three piece, all you need for that sound. That's crazy. It's insane. Know? Yeah, and like Jimmy's way of using like feedback and reverb kind of like makes it sound like more than one guitar almost um so sometimes like if you're listening you might not know it's a three-piece but yeah Yeah. just three guys it's a lot of sound it's crazy coming into your ears yeah it's actually insane so next up we're gonna play a song by Jimi hendrix in the band of gypsies so for those who don't know the Jimi hendrix experience only existed for three years yeah. Um, I believe the bassist was the first to quit. So as it stands, why they only they, had. They, why do you know why they quit? I don't know the backstory. They weren't fucking with them. I don't. I don't know the reasoning. Um, <laughs> but it's like for whatever reason, yeah. this like legendary band only put together three albums yeah, in three happens. years, and that, that was happens. that. Um, but then Jimi Hendrix founded another band called the Band of Gypsies, which the song I'm going to be playing from is a live performance at the Fillmore East, which was a club in New York. Um, and yeah, this song's awesome. I believe the drummer, Buddy Miles, sings on this song. Okay. Um, so he's drumming cool and singing at the same time. Cool. Um, but yeah, Jimmy's guitar playing is awesome. And yeah, this is actually just a super chill, interesting, kind of like different sort of take on Jimmy's sound. That a, we little a little bit. You can see the evolution nice. of where he was going. So. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, here's Changes. Buddy Miles going to do this thing he wrote called Dim Changes.
Again, that was Changes by Jimi Hendrix and the Band of Gypsies. So I know you were in and out of the studio a little I, bit. I, for that. I, I like the other guys singing on that. Though. But yeah, I think he's got a great voice. It was nice, yeah. Um, and Jimmy's just doing his thing, you know. He's, of course. He's like shredding. But I think it's actually like pretty impressive. I don't know many drummers that sing at the same time. Um, yeah. And he was like killing. It. It's not just that's a basic so rare. beat. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy. He's killing it. Um, and the coordination and like the focus that you it need to do lot, that yeah. is awesome. Um, so yeah, great song, and I think definitely one of the more unknown songs, because this is from a live recording that I think released in either 2017 or 2018 on Spotify, and that's one of the yeah. things I really liked about what Spotify has done with a lot of these artists who have passed away, is I don't know who handles these sorts of things of like yeah. their discography, if it's their estate, or if it's their label, or whoever it is, but like periodically they've released several live concerts of Hendrix's. Yeah. Um, you wonder why sometimes why that's taken so long. Right. Well, right? I like you said, I mean, this was recorded in 1969. Like, it's been 50 years. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, 2018. And now it just comes out, but I'm not complaining. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's a, yeah, it's, I mean, I, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, like, they're great, great songs. Jimmy, in particular, has got great, like, live recordings. Mm -hmm. But it's like the reason why we have those and listen to those is because there's sometimes not recordings for the others for the song. Sure. Because um, he did pass very early. Mm -hmm. Twenty seven club. Yeah. But we got a live recording for the next one. Or no, not live up, recording. Oh, no, well, we we'll gotta, get there. But next up we have Hey Joe, which we referenced I think in the first song we said. So, um, like I thought I knew, this song was actually written by a man named Billy Roberts. Um, who was a part of the Greenwich Village folk scene in the early 60s. So Jimmy did a cover of this, but like I said, this was the first thing that anyone really heard of Jimmy. This was the first yeah. single off Are You Experienced? And this is a completely different take on what the original song sounded like. Yeah, I'm um, going to have to listen to the original after Yeah, this. that would be interesting too, actually. Um, to see like folk, where... a folk adaption. You know, there, yeah, I want to even know how he came across yeah. the song to begin with, but... I can appreciate this. And this might very well be my favorite Hendrix song. Yeah. Um, as I think a, a lot classic. of people would agree. It's a murder ballad. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, it's a that's murder ballad. Funny, but yeah, that's true. Um, but a damn good one a and a rock and roll. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, let's just jump in. Hey, Joe, Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> I'm 
All right. Hey, Joe. Nice. Right in the middle of the set, man. Mm -hmm. Smack like, dab in the middle. That's as good as it gets in terms of some, yeah. some good old it's rock and roll. so smooth. Like, yeah. Everything's perfect about that song. You can see why that ended up going number one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it's interesting because, like, usually I feel like artists, especially on your first album, would refrain from using a cover as their opening, as the lead single. But the fact that he did that and made it completely his own, like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I really respect that, so. Yeah, there's covers and there's that, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, and like, he has a couple of those yeah. in his discography where it's kind of like, it's he like a remix. makes it his own song. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And, like, I feel like we'll get into All Along the Watchtower, but uh, Dylan was even like, this is your song now. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, awesome. man, everybody loves to cover Dylan. That's mm -hmm. for sure. That's yeah, for I sure. mean, he's very, yeah. very. Yeah. He's written so many good songs. But mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of adaptations of his work. All right, what do we got? What do we got next? Next up, all right. Next up might be the song I'm most excited for. Not only for this episode, but maybe ever that I've played on this show. Oh right. Because this is a very special recording of a song named Fire that was recorded right here. At Clark well, University. Right here, over at Jefferson, I think. Right? In Atwood. Atwood. It was in Atwood. Damn. So on March 15th, 1968, Jimi Hendrix came to Clark yeah. and rocked Atwood. If there's anybody listening, like anybody on PEC or something, like step the game yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, come, if this is like, the standard. You know what I'm saying? If Jimi Hendrix played here, like, <laughs> I know. No, I've been no, telling no, Max that no. apparently PEC <laughs> didn't have a hand in this one. This yeah, was like I a campus-wide thing. Know, but like that. Still, um, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's crazy. That was the insane. that was probably the f like in the first five things I learned about Clark University. Interesting. It was like they mentioned on my the dad. No, no, no. But it was like my dad was like, check out this school. It's small. Hendrix played. <laughs> it's a liberal arts school. It's in Mass. Jimi Hendrix played there. There you like, go. That was I'm like sold. in that order, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I gotta go. No, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I texted I texted Xander the other day. Like, yo, we got to play this one. Of course, it was already on the It was set, on the like, no, come on. Um, there's, a, there's some good, there's, a, there's some uh, interview or footage of him here, too, mm -hmm. like, talking. Yeah, and, there's so. a lot of stuff. It's, like, the YouTube quality that I was able to find wasn't great, but yeah. there is, like, a full set that you can purchase online, which I might, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not crazy we'll about doing, we'll but, see, like, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm inspired, I might yeah. as well. If you were, like, supporting him, it'd be one thing. Sure, you know, yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the money's yeah, going exactly. to. But, yeah, let's just jump into it. I mean, this is super special. We don't usually get big acts like this at Clark. We do not. And oh, and before we, before oh, we jump it. in, for all those listening, you, there's a backup mm. vocals that you can I hear. I didn't know this before you told and me. And the backup vocals are actually a Clark student. Which is awesome. Who he's like had called on to stage. He just like take him from the audience. To sing these vocals. I actually don't know how he picked this. Maybe this uh -huh. guy was like his biggest fan. Sure. But it is a Clark student singing these vocals. So keep, a, keep an ear out for that. That's awesome. So yeah. Here's Fire performed at Clark by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Thank you. 
Wow. Fire. That's <laughs> aptly named. Yeah. And it was. Yeah, he uh, he named that one right. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Like to I, me, just the fact. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like no, the, no. just the fact that like that was performed here is like so special. Yeah, it's so cool. Like. Atwood yeah, was never the yeah. same. That's the only one on Spotify, right? Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I don't know what... It's a good like, one. They picked a good one, but I wish we could get on all of them. Yeah, like, I, when you Google it, it tells you the names of the other songs he played, and he played some other ones that we've actually played yeah, today. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Oof, but yeah, I didn't mean crazy. to cut you off. So how big do you think Jimi Hendrix was in 68? Probably still big. Big. Like, big. I don't so know how we got him. What was he him? doing playing on Clark's campus? I think that's just know? what artists did. Like, people, my dad yeah. was telling me, like, yeah, when yeah, I told yeah. him this, he's like, yeah, people just went to, like, colleges. Like, that's what, there wasn't these, there weren't, like, these stadium, like, shows of 50,000 people. Yeah. It was, like, either festivals or, like, smaller gigs. Yeah. And I guess Atwood seats, what, like, maybe, like, 500? Like, yeah. <laughs> like what is Atwood seat? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. And, like I said, really happy I was able to play that. It'd be nice for Spree Day this year if we got somebody on the On that level, level? That caliber level? Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, see what a Spree Day committee Stevie can... Bring Stevie Nicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, see what the, the committee can pull. Um, but, no, yeah, really happy we got to play that. So, next up, we have Voodoo Child Slight Return, which might be... I mean, I haven't listened to everything that he's recorded, but to me might be the most aggressive guitar playing I've heard from him. Yeah. Like, I know Ooh, when this child. released, yeah, when, I, when this released, I know people were, like, taken aback yeah. at, like, how aggressively he was playing yeah. the guitar. Slaying. Yeah. Slaying the guitar. Um, yeah, anything yeah. you want to add about the song? It's or? just, I don't know, I mean, only bangers on this show right now. Like, every <laughs> single song. Like, it's hard to go it's wrong. It's hard to go wrong. Yeah. That's all I got. That's it. All right. Let's get, let's go for it. Voodoo Child, Slight Return, Jimi Hendrix. Thank you. 
slight return yeah man that's uh that's pretty savage pretty savage yeah, yeah. it's a, like a, it's like a, not even like a different sound than the rest of his stuff but like it's you it's can just, you it's a different feeling you feel you know? it. it's yeah. totally a different feeling i think that second solo still might be my favorite solo of his like yeah. there's i mean there's so there's many to lot, choose yeah. from but that one i remember the first time hearing this i was really like taken aback i was like oh, oh yeah. this this is it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was 1969. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> this was a shock to the world then, and I mean, still now, I don't think there's anyone that's really had this sound. Exactly. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to date. But many influenced by it. Many, sure. for sure. Yeah, we were already yeah, talking 60, about Stevie Ray Vaughan. 69 was, uh, that was the, that was Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Star Spangled So that's kind of when, you know, and obviously it wasn't like, Wood, like Woodstock put people onto him, like he headlined. He was the sure. last act. Um, but yeah, Star Spangled Banner. We're unpatriotic for not playing that, but you know, it's okay. There's too many better I ones. I don't mind. You know? right yeah, there's too many better <laughs> ones. Like, um, um, but yeah, like if you haven't seen his Star Spangled Banner rendition, like that's probably my favorite national anthem oh, yeah. that I've ever seen. And if you were like, you know, tripping on acid after like three days in the mud, oh, you were probably be. having a pretty surreal experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, that's wild. Um, and definitely ties to like the Vietnam War and all the stuff going on oh, at yeah. that time. Um, yeah. So yeah, next up we have your second pick, second and final pick that you brought today. And this is a song I hadn't heard before you brought, so I'm really excited you did. So it is Catfish Blues live at the Olympia Theater. Oh yeah, man. So I love you this say? one. Yeah? How'd you get yeah. onto this? Um, just, I put myself on yeah. in my listening through the discography gotcha. like a couple years ago and I like, He's got a bunch of bluesy stuff, and a lot of his sound is bluesy. Like sure. he's oh, very yeah, blues influenced, as a lot of rockers are. Um, but you know, obviously, then he actually has blues songs mm-hmm. like this one. Um, not traditional blues, obviously, but yeah, it's nice, nice touch. So yeah, this is Catfish Blues. Awesome, yeah, super excited. Catfish Blues live at the Olympia Theater. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
drum solo and then the way that Hendrix comes back in like we were yeah, talking about we lost it, it in the studio oh. a little bit we were hyped for that that's and awesome. you honestly like I didn't remember this from when I but you could tell like mm-hmm. he was going right into the next song oh yeah there was there's no, no break there. like, no, 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 no. you know the song ended here but he just kept it rolling it's crazy um, yeah I mean that again like I said I hadn't heard that song before you recommended it and chose it for this playlist but that's playlist one. material. Good one going forward, yeah. yeah. There you go. And we were discussing in studio, like, his use... I mean, we've said it before in this episode, but, like, his use of feedback and distortion, especially in that song towards yeah. the end, is so unique and really unlike anything I've ever heard before. Yeah. Um, and then there's this great Rolling Stone article quote that I wanted to shout out that says, Hendrix, Hendrix pioneered the use of the instrument as an electronic sound source. Players before him had experimented with feedback and distortion, but Hendrix turned those effects and others into a controlled, fluid vocabulary, every bit as personal as the blues with which he began. Ooh. So, I mean, I mean, that's why they get yeah. paid the big bucks. Yeah, but, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, right, I mean, like said that. it better than I ever could. But it's true. Like, he kind of yeah. has this double-edged sword it's... to him where he can shred on the I guitar. Like that, that word of the alphabet, you know? Like, mm-hmm. use that. Yeah, he can do yeah. literally whatever... He wants. He has the one side of him shredding on the guitar, but then he can control the distortion yes. and the weird quirky sounds that and the that's guitar probably makes. Probably like pretty early on or before like pedals. You know how like mm-hmm. now you'll have guys yeah, with like, like whammy six bar, pedal. But... You know, like and like controlling all sorts of stuff with their sound, but that's sixties. You know. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, there might have been like basic pedal, but definitely not, not that to this level, level that yeah. they are. Or they were even like twenty years after that. So yeah. amazing. Well, speaking about what how Jimi Hendrix can do what he wants, he can do a damn good cover. Um, oh, here we go. So this is the next smooth one. transition there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, next up we got all along the Watchtower. It wouldn't have been a it wouldn't have been a complete no. set list without this. Definitely not. Um, Maybe his most popular song. Yeah, I think it is his most popular. Um, I love me some Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is my favorite artist. Really? Interesting. Um, but this is definitely a better version than my I think version. Dylan even said um, this is your yeah. song now, Jimmy. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, without further ado, let's, yeah, let's get sure. cranking this one. Yeah, let's go for it. All along the Watchtower. Some kind of way out of here Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there to drink my wine Plow man dig my earth None will let Hey, hey. 
That's what a cover should be. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, th- this show in itself is giving me like, just like full dive back into Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, like, yeah. Every song we play is awesome. so good. I mean, it doesn't really get much better than Dylan's lyrics over yeah, Jimmy's guitar playing. Yeah. Come on now. And that's actually, a, funnily enough, um, I believe this is Kanye West's favorite song of all time. Really? Yeah. Where'd you, did you read that somewhere? I did. Doing research huh. for the show, I was like... I think it was just whatever, yeah. like, his most famous songs were, and it said under, like, All Along the Watchtower, Kanye West's favorite yeah. song. Any like, credits that's, that's like a plus like one redemption point for Kanye at this point. Yeah, yeah. plus one of, of many <laughs> that he would yeah. need. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, he still needs his redemption points, but that, but, you know, I'll, uh, little I appreciate better, A little that. higher. I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, you said something interesting while I was playing about um, Jimmy being able to make the guitar talk. So it's Yeah, man, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, just, like appreciating listening to songs where you can have and it's Jimmy but a lot of other people too but you know when someone's singing and it's really nice and then they stop singing and like the guitar is singing and especially if they're playing the guitar that's pretty impressive maybe it's not you know maybe it's someone mm-hmm. else singing and the, the guitar player but yeah like in that song and all these songs it's like you know he's not even him first you know sometimes sure. you start we're talking about he starts it right off with, with the these crazy yeah. riffs but like yeah, if if you get a whole different set of like you know emotions out of that mm-hmm. guitar than just some strumming and chord progression. Yeah, exactly. Like there's one singer, but almost two vocalists. Yeah, like, it's oh, yeah. really interesting. Oh yeah. Um. So all right, we're quickly running out of time, but we're gonna squeak in one last one, and I don't know what better way to end it than Little Wing. Oh yeah. Um. Great song. Love great this song. song. You were mentioning the Stevie Ray Vaughan version. I yeah. I, so I do love the Stevie Ray version. But he wrote it, you know. Sure. Jimmy wrote it, and yeah, this is yeah. and this legendary is song too. And yeah. this song is off of the album "Axis Bold as Love," which I believe you had a poster of in your room. That's part of the reason why. That's how I, I got on the show, actually. That's how I tell everyone out listening. That's your only uh, yeah. credential. <laughs> but no, I do remember last year poster. being in your. It's a sick poster, but I remember last year being in your room and seeing it on the wall. It's like, all right, this kid knows. Yeah. <laughs> he gets it. All right. Um, so yeah, let's end it with Lil Wayne.
What a way to end right. it. Yeah, honestly. Little Wing with Jimi Hendrix. So yeah, any final thoughts on that song or the um, show in general? Love that song. I do think that, like, I do really think that is a good way to end it. Um, yeah. Because nice we listened to a little, a little variety of Jimmy sure. today. Um, but then, yeah, that one's Chiller, more... Chiller, more mellow. More, yeah. But still, the skill and guitar yeah. playing oh, yeah. is still very much there. Um, so yeah, that does it for us tonight. Thank you so much for being Dude, here. Dude, thank you so much for having me. Another great week. Another we great week. I a mean, lot of, just, a lot of those. Like, you know, star power, come on now. Yeah, that's three episodes that Gable's been on. Probably I would have to favorite. say, I... Uh, I love Kendrick and I loved our Kendrick episode, but I think this one tops that for me. I, th- I would say so too. <laughs> I definitely agree. We got um, into we got into some nice uh, dialogue in that one, though. For sure, <laughs> but the music on itself, I yeah. think this is definitely yeah. up both of our alleys. Um, so yeah, you got a show of your own. You want to plug? Yeah, man. If anyone out there tomorrow at eight, if you're not doing anything, we're gonna be playing some jams. You and Brian? Oh yeah, me and Brian. There you go. Come and get your love. Yes, sir. Come and get your love. Or come and get whatever you're looking for, man. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you need right now. Um, All right. That does it for us. Um, I don't think I'm going to do an episode next week because I got midterms. Um, Got to focus on that. And then the week after is spring break. But three weeks from now, far in the future, I'll be back. All right. Tuesdays at nine. The airwaves will miss you, man. Oh, and I'll miss that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, be sure to turn to Gable's show tomorrow. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Have a good night. I had real fun doing this episode, and I'll see you guys in three weeks. Peace.